Hey guys, welcome to the Free Pizza Podcast. This is your host, Daniel White. Pizza, the platform for creatives, and we have the damn Boussey in here. He had to give me a little um, um, lesson on saying his last name because I definitely thought it was gonna be French, and it's right. not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Do not know the actual origin. Apparently, we are French German, but all I know is it sucked the whole time to have this last name. <laughs> <laughs> Just sure people butcher it just like yeah you know, so i mean it's, it's always been like you know anytime it's gonna be announced you're like oh, we really oh please tell me you've heard gary Busey or something um yeah so well cool obviously dan's up to one i have another gym i met on the internet the glorious platform of instagram right shout out to instagram for bringing us together but yeah we finally <laughs> um hanging out and meeting up and we're gonna get his story right now it's gonna be fantastic um so yeah so give us um some background on you like what do you do and what do you Grow up and all that kind of okay. stuff. Okay, so I was um, born in Winston at, uh, in Forsyth County, but um, born and raised really in Lexington, um, still where I reside. But um, when I was born, my mom had ovarian cancer okay. and had it twice. So my grandparents really took me in a lot more than my parents. Um, so I grew up more in Sofia and... Gotcha. Uh, Stay with my granddad and my grandmother a lot, which are both German, and um, yeah, that that was uh, that was pretty crazy. And uh, my granddad was like my best friend, yeah. so you know, was very very close with him. <clears throat> and then after he passed away, we were going through all these things and all the stuff, you know, and they were just like trashing stuff and throwing this out, and they about threw this trunk out. And I was like, you know, like a little kid, I was like, what is this, yeah. you know? And I look into it, and it's like an old projector and it's like the reel to reel and uh like dude like all these kodachromes and all this stuff and you know and he had a, a yashika electro 35 in there and like all this stuff and you know i plugged it in dude he had like the old satellite like flash like where you had the flash bulbs by ge that you popped in you know like one hit wonders and, and all this stuff and you know and i i finally put everything in and he was in the korean war in the air force you know he never talked a lot about it or anything like that he took photographs the entire time when they were in bunkers. What? I mean, like his sleeping quarters, what they ate, all his friends, all this other stuff. And, uh, and like, you know, as an eight year old kid, you like see this shiny metal, you know, like mechanical camera and all this stuff. And I was like, this is, this is really cool. Yeah. But you know, at that time, you know, figuring out film, you know, it wasn't too easy. You know, I shot disposable first for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back when you could go to like CVS and Walgreens and like an hour and, you know, like 10 yeah. bucks, you've got your stuff and all that stuff. And, um, it kind of, it kind of fell off for a while. I collected a lot of cameras, but never shot a lot of film besides disposable. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it was my 15th birthday. I, um, I got a Canon Rebel T3. Okay. And for my birthday, and had like the little eighteen to fifty-five and the seventy-five Standard to three hundred kit yeah. lenses, you know, dude. I thought I was like the stuff. Like I thought I was everything, you know. And um, I I bought filters, tripods, you know, uh, a cheap uh, speed light, and all this stuff. And you know, I I tried doing like you know just Tumblr-esque things, and you know, like trying to fit aesthetic and trying to do all this stuff. And then I, you know read things online and you know all these people on youtube you know like you you got to get this to be a good photographer you got to be good at photoshop and lightroom and yeah. all this stuff and it just grew and grew and grew and grew and you know i finally i think my first notable equipment change was um a 50 mil i got uh, my first 50 to yeah, 1.8 yeah. and dude yeah. it's like the budget plastic mount plastic length 125 at best buy Got it. And I like, I was the guy shooting everything at one A and like, You're you know, like, oh, but yeah, like, dude, it was like night and day difference and like shooting my friends and all that stuff. And, um, I had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, and then I sold off the T3 and got a 70 D and huh? played with it even more. But I started seeing people all over and, you know, photography was never a very serious thing. I went to, uh, 
uh, Davidson County Community College for computer science. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought that was what I wanted to do. And um, saw all these things for Randolph. And, uh, you know, everybody was like, you know, it's a, it's a really good place for you to, you know, just check it out. Just check it out. And I was like, oh, it's a community college. How big can it be for photography? You know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I haven't even heard of it. And plus, like, the only thing in Asheboro I knew was, like, the zoo. Like, you know, right. like, what am I doing in Asheboro? But um, I, uh, I checked it out. I saw a girl that was currently going there and she posted some photos like as like two cannon bodies and like a crazy 300 mil and like 7200 and i was like how do you get to like play with that what do i do like what do do you mean you're like walking out of the department with all this like all this equipment i've never even seen that in real life like you know what are you doing and uh she's like yeah it's it's randolph community college just you know try to come in and like they'll give you a tour like just come anytime and so i did and i met kevin um, headed to the department and, you know, hit it off. And it was already a pretty big department. Mm-hmm. And I could see there was people, you know, um, really enjoying it. And creatives there that were, seemed like they were really blossoming mm-hmm. and doing things and having more opportunities than I could ever have. Like, because that's all I was doing was sitting on YouTube and right. like, you know, just looking at what can I do to like, Okay, why is uh why is my skies blown out and why is it you know not, I haven't even switched my camera to manual before in life you know and all yeah. this other stuff and yes. you know I finally took on um, Randolph and it was and now I'm saying this today at like my last day of it before internship it's been the craziest ride in my entire life of anything I've ever done wow um but so 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 joyful to do it you right know, it's been really really great so that's insane so you didn't really take it seriously until saw you saw your your friends photos and you were kind of messing around before that just doing random whatever right right yeah because i was i mean you know it's funny now to look at photography online because you you see all these photos like before school and everything else i couldn't tell you why an image was good i'd just be like it's good and this was back in the days that like you would see like the you know brandon will feel like you know like a little jellyfish like over somebody's hand you know like stuff like that that's what i was doing before and i was like this is good you know (laughs) and like now i'm like that's not no this is not real like you know this is janky yeah and it's just like you learn so much by it now that like i can look at a photo and be like this is why it's good and you know how to make it good instead of just like getting lucky. Right. So. Right. That's incredible. And I was, we've had a lot of people on this podcast who are from RCC. Right. Fantastic school. Um, so I want to hear your journey through it from um, kind of where you started from and where you are today. Okay. So like I said, came in there. Um, I'm going to be honest. I came in there thinking I knew quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably I, like the yeah. common thing with people. Yeah. Like I, oh, dude, everybody does. I mean, some people come in there and you know, they've, played on iPhones and they've never touched a digital camera and they're like, I want to be an art student, you know, mm-hmm. and all this stuff and they come in and they don't last too long and then there's people that come in there that could walk out of there with an iPhone and still beat me. Um, you know, it's just, it finally puts everybody on a level playing field. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's the only school that you can go in there and walk out with $20,000 in equipment and they'll be like, I'll see you in a day, you know, and you just go out <laughs> and shoot and it's just like crazy because like I never, I didn't come from money. So, you right. know, everything I owned, um, was me working and, um, you know, I didn't have a whole lot. And so, but starting out, like I said, I came in there thinking I knew a lot and, uh, quickly found out I didn't because we started out on medium format, mm-hmm. 120 and, um, bought my first medium format. It was a uh, Mamiya 645. Hell yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's like, that taught me to be so humble you know, because like in the digital age, we're spraying, you know, we're just sitting there and just yep, photograph just, after photograph and, yep. you know, you're not thinking. And then when you're down to like on the Mamiya 15 frames, you know, and it's, you know, 430 for a roll, you're, you're really thinking and how much <laughs> yeah. time it takes to process and everything else. And, um, so yeah, it, it taught me to be a lot more humble and to look at light a different way mm-hmm. and look at my subjects a different way. Um, and to slow down as I'm going about, but, um, yeah, that quickly knocked me off my high horse. Um, I, uh, but I really, really enjoyed film and I've enjoyed it so much that even now that I'm shooting digital primarily, I'm finding myself developing at home and doing other things so that I can shoot film still because nice, nice. I really, really missed it a lot and shot my first four by five about two months ago. Okay. So shooting like larger format and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
like I said, the journey of it was crazy. And, you know, when you first come into it, you're doing assignments. You know, like we had this one, it was, uh, what was it, Sunny 16. Yeah. And it was where you go out and you're working with like a gray card um, and like white and black and stuff like that. And you're trying to get your exposures correct across a whole roll of film. And, you know, shooting it and like realizing like, okay, you're shooting on grass. Now you're shooting on concrete. Now you're shooting behind a brick building, realizing the light bouncing from things and stuff like that. You know, when we were shooting it, I was like, this is stupid. You know, this is dumb. (laughs) Like, why are we doing this? And dude, like even just that assignment, like what that taught me and uh, every bit of it was for a good reason. And, um, you know, a lot of I, I've, that's one thing that I really do. I wish I could go back on is I thought a lot of the stuff at first was silly. Mm-hmm. And, um, now I'm realizing I really should have took my time with it more and really enjoyed the ride a little bit slower, yeah. you know, instead of just like busting through things so fast. And, um, you know, there's things that the whole ride goes by so fast that it's almost that you're putting out more quantity than quality. Right. So right. there's things that you're turning in and you're like, I could do better on. Mm-hmm. I really could have done better on. And it makes you want to do better on the next one. So Right. So the teachers there, were they pretty strict or were they pretty like kind of like? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, everybody has their expectations. Um, they're all very open to letting you be creative, but keeping you on the right track of when you get out of here, what to expect. Right. Um, you know, Kevin, super, I mean, I, I can't even put into words of how good of a teacher he was. And um, he was the guy that even once I got done with his classes, you know, I was still in his office a lot. And, and you know, especially with film and stuff, you know, Kevin, what do I need to do for this? What do I do to get to this point? And always had time for me, always made time for me. And I really, really appreciated that. You know, we've had um, other teachers in there, you know, for different concentrations. We go through everybody in your first year mm-hmm. so that you get a taste of every concentration. I originally came in thinking I was going to do portrait, right. you know, or, and then it was like commercial. And then, you know, I, I started doing more of stuff for Jay, which is the photojournalism instructor. Yeah. And, um, I was like, I really like documentary work a lot. And, um, realizing that things can coincide with that. So, you know, like with photojournalism, I still really enjoy portraits, mm-hmm. but, it still coincides with photojournalism in a way because you're telling people stories a lot. Yep. But um, yeah, they they can be strict. Jay, <laughs> uh, I really re- really respect him a lot. He um, you know, still even to my last day busted me on everything, and you know I'd leave his classroom just so aggravated with my work <laughs> and so aggravated with the critique. And I'm like, you know, why am I never getting a pat on the back for anything, yada, yada. Yeah. And, you know, I realized, and, you know, after talking with him, he could have adapted the mommy, daddy, like, we'll put it on the fridge, great job kind of thing. Or I can, like, make you ready for when you get out in the real, real world, world for this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really respect him a whole lot. He was the strictest I definitely had. He, um, but... You know, looking at, you know, we're building portfolios that, like, six months ago, I wouldn't have had even the portfolio I have now. Exactly. And so, I really have to thank all of them for that, so. That's awesome. So, back up a little bit. What about documenting intrigued you the most? Like, why documenting? I really, <clears throat> it's funny when you're actually photographing, you know, I'm finding people for stories and stuff like that, and they're, you know, they're talking about, well, I'm not really interesting. You know, what I do is not interesting. Like I did this story previously in Winston on a mother that was um, a full-time student and a mother mm-hmm. to two kids and uh, newly engaged. And she was, you know, I, that was for one of my assignments. And the first thing she, she's like, I'm not interesting. She said, but you can do it. You can take photos of me. And I spent like three solid days with her. And dude, like on the outside perspective of seeing somebody that's a full-time student and being a mom to like oh, yeah. a one-year-old and a six-year-old, it is hectic. Wow. And I mean, everybody's got a story. So you're realizing that, you know, everybody is obviously their own person, but they all have a story and we can all relate on something one way or another. Right. And it's really, really cool when you get that connection and people invite you in to like let, the, let you see them. Um, and it's just like I'm thinking now of like words to put it into it's just it's so nice I've 
I like there's times for you to walk in and create a scene. And that's really, really cool. And I respect that a whole lot. And there's times I do that. But it's really, really, I don't know, um, warm and homey to me to walk into a situation and photograph it from the inside. You know, just like being that guy just, you know, um, in the middle of it. You know, so that's where documentary work is really fit for me. Um, Because there's so much that is really, really, really creative and very... Um, inspiring by watching other people and what they're doing and what society does and how they operate and all their duties and all that stuff. Walking into that and photographing it as is to me is a little bit more pure. You know, it's like what we were talking about with, you know, like back then I thought photo manipulation and all this stuff was crazy cool and interesting. And I'm realizing now seeing things in the real light and like, at their purest form is way more interesting for me. I definitely agree with that. That's, I mean, that's what I kind of specialize in too. I love doing that. It's just more real, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's very raw. And so what did you learn from that project, if anything at all? Um, <laughs> I learned <laughs> I don't want kids or a wife No, I can't rule out. Um, no, it's, it's very sweet because the husband worked third shift. Right. And so... She always told me she, um, and I'll leave her name off of it for now, but she, um, she told me, you know, I'm basically a single parent. Um, you know, they have a good relationship with their dad, Mm -hmm. but he's at work or asleep when they're awake or, you know, it's just switch cycles. And, um, it's just, it's, it was a very, very crazy ride to see. You know, okay, so, you know, like she has her one-year-old. When the one-year-old's sleeping, that's her only moments to be cleaning the house or working on book work or doing discussion work and stuff like that. And it it, it, the biggest thing it taught me is the hardships, I guess, people can go through and still sustain. You know, and she's happy. She's super happy. Even though everything is crazy and it's almost Groundhog's Day every day, you know, like she's still super happy and I'm just like you know in awe of that but that's amazing is that on your website at all hmm, not yet I'm gonna okay. be doing um it was a photo story I'm gonna go ahead and be uploading it's about five to ten images perfect and uh with her synopsis and everything else just gonna get everything cleared out but she's cool with me putting it online and that's everything but I'm sure she will yeah. and um I'm probably gonna be releasing it on Instagram either photo by photo or I'm just gonna do the uh multiple thing yeah which yeah. I like it but I'm going to uh, complain about it because not everybody knows it's there. Yeah. And I've had people, That's it's like, that image is good. And I'm like, there's five there's more. Like, more. look. Like, like, oh. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It's like uh, we had that Lexington fire, you know, um, that furniture plant caught on fire. Yes, I saw you And that. I got a call, you know, they're like, where you at? And I was in Winston. I think it was at um, Mellow Mushroom that night. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where are you at? And I was like, I'm in Winston. I was seeing a friend. We're getting something to eat. And they're like, Lexington's on fire. Like, nothing happens in Lexington. Why are you not there? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I'm like, checking news feeds and everything like, oh, and got crap. down there and everything. I was like, dude, we just got our food, like everything. And I was like, I got to go. Like, we got to go now. And got down there and shot everything and uh, met up with one of the photojournalists there. You know, he, he pulled me aside and got me behind lines and stuff like that and shot that whole thing and got some pretty decent images mm-hmm. and put them on and my 6d has uh wi-fi so i can like move it to my phone so i was like uploading and editing right there on the spot and getting things online and um people were like this image is so good and i'm like there's more there's the mayor like standing there with the fire and everything like please go keep going so yeah but um but yeah i'll be releasing that soon and um that's what i'm realizing now that i want to do more of is also with multimedia too is people's stories and you know, following them. And like I said, everything's new to me because mm-hmm. I'm not you. I don't get, you know, I don't know what it is, but when you invite me in to see these things, everybody wants to see it, yeah. you know, believe it or not. You That's know, it's great. like, I just shot a rock climber the other day. So I've never done that in my life. And which I did it afterwards. And it completely like, Jesus, like it's exhausting. <laughs> dude, it's exhausting. Yeah. Like I was seeing these people in there and they're like climbing literally upside down. And I'm like, what do you do to do this? And they're like, this is it. I don't get to a gym. This is my gym. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. But like walking into that, I was like, I hope this is going to be visually appealing. Yeah. And it is like everything, like everything about it. And it doesn't take too much to get into. And like that whole thing was a learning experience. So of course I had tons of fun on that. Yeah. So 
that's what I'm really wanting to get into is like doing more of a oh, like a personality video, character videos, and that's and photo stories sick. as well. So oh my gosh, yeah, now I saw that on your story on Instagram, but yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Like, how yeah. did you get into that? And actually, it's a good segue into you filming. So right. where did that come from? Um, video work. Yeah. Okay. So um, I dabbled in it when I got my 70D because the 70D had autofocus in video mode, which is like is you sick. know is nice. You yeah. know that's nice because. It's hard to manually focus in video. I mean, it is for me. Everybody right. else, like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, get a follow focus, do something. But yeah. it was hard for me, and I had that, and I dabbled in it for a while, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And in Randolph, they make you get into it, especially in photojournalism. Oh, you wow. have to get into you it. You have to. Film. You know, like my some of my first assignments were um, covering events, so like Dixie Classic and stuff like that. I was there every weekend. And like doing that and documenting that and everything else, and it's just blossomed from there. I hated it at first because right, right. it's there's so many variables. You've got audio to worry about, you know, your framing, um, shutter speed. If it's not right, this looks silly, you know. Like it, <laughs> there's so many visual and many aspects to it that you can miss, and um, I it's really blossomed for me. I really, really, really like multimedia a lot now. That's really awesome because I've watched a couple, a couple of reels on your yeah, yeah. on your website, and I was like, is he doing that too? So that's part of yeah, no, that's so a that's, huge part of it. Like awesome. I said, you know, there's internships that, um, and even for just photojournalists, then the uh, video's not going away. Right. Video oh, is not going not. away. Absolutely not. And um, there's so many jobs out there now. Like I know Charlotte, for instance. You know, I've heard from past interns is. You're going out on an event and you're shooting stills and you're shooting video at the same time. So you're doing a two-man job or yeah. what was a two-man job. and But now I'm fine with. They've taught us at Randolph to do stuff like that. And uh, I really, like I said, I really enjoy it now. So That's really good. And it seems like from watching me, I can tell that you really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Work, you know? Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so back to... Your journalism stuff. I see you doing sports, you're covering protests yeah. and musical performances. What's your kind of favorite to do out of this um when i came into it i'm just gonna go through them yeah, um, go sports was not a favorite okay. sports was not a favorite still not a favorite okay but i was because i don't know sports like i grew up doing like motocross and playing music and yeah. that was like the two things i did and did soccer a little bit everything else out the door didn't play basketball didn't play football didn't watch it didn't do anything with it i watched super bowl that's about it like i don't you know like i just yeah. don't do much and um you know and even to this day like i'm at 22 learning like how a football game actually plays out right which is right. silly but you know once you get the hang of it and everything else it's a lot of fun to shoot okay um the first protest that i shot was uncg for the um march for daca when oh, that yes. happened and that went awesome. down and that was a little bit bigger than i thought it was going to go okay. and that was a lot of fun um for a favorite though i haven't done any i haven't yeah i haven't done any more rallies or protests really i honestly can't really say what's been my favorite. I really, really enjoyed that at UNCG. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because it blossomed into something bigger than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, sports, when it comes to shooting sports, football is my favorite. Okay. That and soccer. Um, because I shot, like, we were shooting Friday night football every Friday yeah, for, so, like, yeah. a whole semester. So I'm so used to it now. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Um, soccer, I can relate to. I know where they're going because I played it. Yeah. So, like, I can relate to that one a little bit. Um, but honestly, what was one of the favorite things that I did was we, as a class, covered um, cycle cross. Okay. And so with that, that's like, it's a mix of road biking and like off-road biking on bicycles, like a hybrid of that. Yeah. And so I used to do hair scrambles with motorcycles, which is like you racing in the woods, like enduro cross, like doing two hour to four hour races. Oh I was God. like, okay, now they're doing it on bicycles. Let's go see this. And we covered that. That was one of the most like fun-filled things that I did on assignment because, like, there's people out there in the snow and everything else, and just like I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, dude, I was doing this stuff like in the summer for right. two hours on a motorcycle that you're not even pedaling, and thought that was hard. How are you doing this? But yeah, you know, like it's just been it's it was really really crazy. Um, 
that was probably one of my favorites. But like I said, everything goes back to the personality and the characteristic, like videos and, and stills that we're doing, the, the photo projects and stuff that I did. I'm, I'm realizing, um, and Jay said it the other day, and he's always been saying it, and other instructors said it, and now it's really finally, after two years, getting into my head, but... You know, not waiting for somebody else to give you an assignment mm -hmm. just to go shoot. I was going to ask you if all these things you're covering was from them or just a lot of you. them. A lot of my a lot of my portfolio is student work. Right. I mean, it's just you know, and it's sad because there's so many there's so many good things out there, so many good stories and stuff, and you know, I didn't really pay attention to all that. You know. Um, it's it's like our uh, the story I was just telling you about with the mom, you mm -hmm. know, like that. I probably wouldn't have touched on that before right. ever, and right. uh, that turned out to be one of the greatest things, and I really really enjoyed it and learned a lot from that, you know. And now that I'm getting out of doing assignments, I'm realizing I I don't want to fall into that rut of like I'm not shooting for me anymore. I'm not shooting any assignments. I've got yeah. to go out and find people and, and, and really tackle that to make myself better and keep myself up. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to be, you know, because there's going to be assignments that are not fun. There, I've shot things that are not fun, mm -hmm. but you have to, like, take it somewhere. Yeah. And I want to make sure I don't fall into that pit that I'm just shooting to be shooting. Right. So So what are you doing to make sure you're not doing that? Well, like I said, just um, adapting to the idea that I need to find stories. Mm -hmm. Um and doing like personality stories and characteristic stories and everything else and finding photo stories, multimedia stories, you know, it, it's like you, you know, being a creative, I need to find people like that to go out and just spend some time with them and see what they do. And, you know, just hang out with them and see from point A to Z, how do you do what you do? Okay. You know, because like I said, it's interesting to everybody else. that's not doing it. So. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. It's cool. I mean, like, I guess the rock climbing thing is yeah. like, you know, I've dabbled in it a little bit, but like, yeah, scene, I knew you, I knew yeah. you did it. Yeah. And, and I was like, dude, I got to figure this out. I tried it for a little bit. I even tried slacklining and I was like, did you enjoy it a little dude, bit? I busted my absolute <laughs> ass. I absolutely busted my ass because they were like, oh, all you got to do is they were showing me that you get on with one foot and you start out kind of squatted and then you can work your way up. And dude, I held onto the, like the pole behind me and then my legs, I started doing that like little, like, shimmy like thing to the left and right and i just went like that and dude i'm so glad there was pads there and <laughs> absolutely busted my ass um the rock climbing thing was really really cool yes I, I liked it a lot and i'm gonna go back to it i think so stoked yeah i think yeah i think rock climbing is very great and you know this episode is brought to you by zipster if you need a website that stands out and is completely customizable then make it easy and fast get yours with no setup fee at zipster.com slash free pizza and back to the episode Back to kind of bring people into the world of doing some stuff they're not kind of used to doing. Right. It's cool because from what I've seen, like you really, you bring me into everything you're shooting. Like I feel like I'm. Well, that's good. I really you know like what I'm saying. That. Is no, I think I like it's, it's awesome. Even from the little mini clip of the girl rock climbing, it was a, that was a very short clip. I was right. Like, I was like engulfed in that. I was like, I want more. You know? Nice, nice. Um, yeah, yeah that'll be going up too on my website probably. Um, I had an audio issue. I'm going to go back and grab some more audio, but I'm going to put that one up as well. That was my first video that I shot the whole thing without a tripod or a monopod oh, wow. or anything, so which was a little like... bit freaky. I shot it with just a 50. and uh, But I wanted it to be more intimate and more extreme close-ups and just like, you know, you can see that clip. Well, you saw it on the story of like me going as she's going up to the rock wall. Mm -hmm. I wanted it just to be like that more of uneasy, you know, don't know what I'm doing quite yet. Just more intimate kind of, you know, video. And um, I enjoyed it a lot. So I'm going to try to do that a little bit more too. I'm stoked. I can't wait to see. <laughs> um, so outside of doing the journalism work, are you doing like weddings or portraits or shooting anything else? I <laughs> I want to. I yeah. don't want to do weddings as much. I mean, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying that. But <laughs> no, everybody knows. I don't like doing weddings. We're going to um, ask you anyways. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm going to anyway because... <laughs> Dude, I did. I did. Um, I did. You know, I did all that stuff. I did senior portraits. I did weddings. I did. Um, you know, I never did newborn stuff okay. or any of that. You know, I don't know why. I just never got that offer. I don't know. Um, but I like portraits a lot. But weddings, it's just, it's different because 
as you know, with a portrait session, hey, do that again, or do this, or do that, you know. Yes. And then somebody's yes. walking down an aisle, and you're like, did I really just? Did I really? Shit, I just missed that. I do mean, that again. You can't, like, yeah, you can't, do, you can't that. do that. You can't do that, and you can't. You know, okay. And then when you're shooting with somebody else for a wedding, you know, the, the thing I've ran into is now we're two different people right. and we have two different eyes and, you know, everything's different. So now when we're tag teaming, if, you know, a wedding, these photos are going to look drastically different. Mm. And I don't know if that's always a good thing or a bad thing or not. Right. So, you know, I've only shot a few of them. I've gotten through them, <laughs> but you know, definitely not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. Not that I don't respect it. You know, there's people out there that like kill weddings and do really well with them. And that's where money's at. Yes, um, it is. it is. But just not for me. <laughs> yeah. All y'all wedding photographers can have it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and obviously you're winding down your semester, your yeah. last semester. Basic. I mean, you know, so. we're, we're still two more semesters, but right. it's all internship field. Right. So, so actually tell us about, yeah, your um journey to that. What are you What are you gonna? Um, with? so I live in Lexington. It made sense. I really, really, I thought it would be very, very appealing to um to shoot my hometown. You know, yes. it would it'd be yeah. nice because it's where I grew up. I grew up with these people, and you know, my friends are owning businesses, mm -hmm. and there's there's still believe it or not creatives in Lexington that are trying to make it into something, and I still have hope for that. So yeah. I wanted I want to. And I want to find stories there, you know, yeah. that people don't know about these people. You know, it's, you know, like I met this guy the other day that's like 92 and he's like a rug weaver and he does all this stuff mechanically, like with like some wooden, you know, machine of how he weaves it and everything. And I'm like, that's a story. Like, that's cool. And nobody knows yeah. about that. And the guy, like I said, 92, still doing this stuff. And I'm like, that's a story. And nobody in Lexington knows that guy except maybe his family and friends. And I'm like, you know, like, so yeah, but, um, and I know Donnie Roberts, who's the photojournalist, the staff photojournalist for the dispatch. And I respect him a lot. He's an RCC grad as well. Mm -hmm. Um, from the seventies or eighties, I can't quite remember, oh, but wow. I respect Donnie a whole lot. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I, I sat in with him and talked with him for a while and I was like, this is, this is where I think I need to try out. I need to be here. So, yeah. I love that because you have people who are graduating from these programs and wanting to go off to these big cities. And, and not that I don't respect oh, that. Yeah, you know, sure. like I said, I, I, I don't come from money. I really, really wish I had mommy, daddy money to, yeah, you know. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to New York. I'm going to this. Which, you know, and there's people that are like me that don't have money and they've still made it. You know, mm -hmm. I have friends that, you know, went to New York and that's where they live now. And yep. they're still shooting there. And it, it's it's crazy. And I know that's what I need to do eventually. Yeah. I You know, I like North Carolina, but I know I need to... You know, I'm 22. I need to branch out. I need to find different places, and yeah. I need to um, get out of my comfort zone and and shoot more city and shoot more landscape. And I need to do this and that. So I, I definitely respect that a whole lot. But I, like I said, I don't come from money, and <laughs> it's all I can do to be doing internships even in state. So yeah. that's where I'm at now. That's beautiful. I love that. You know, I've obviously I'm not far from Lexington. I've been there a couple of times, right. and I think I will, I'm going to enjoy seeing you bring it to life, you know, with these photos, because, I mean, it's not a big city at all. It's not, no. It's probably a very well-known city. Right. I mean, you know, um, but, woo, barbecue, you know. Yeah, exactly, like, you know, exactly. Like that's, that's, you know. There's um, a culture there, and I know, yeah. you know, it needs to be, you know, brought attention Express, to. Express, you know, yeah. Exactly, so I'm stuck on that. I think it's cool, a very good cool. idea. I think it's awesome. Thank you. I applaud you for that. Um, so tell us about your creative process when you're on these assignments. So okay. do you have like a like a to, to shoot list or like any kind of thing in mind. You know now what I'm saying? That's my last day of class. I can say I do not ever have a plan. Um, a lot of these things, like I said, I'm walking into and I have no clue what they are. Like okay. rock climbing. I, I walked into that and I was like, now I know when I'm going in to shoot these things to sit with the person and talk with them and meet them yeah. as a person one-on-one -on -one a little bit more. And if you don't have that comfort zone with them and they don't have that with you, yes. there is such a wall in between of that they're trying to satisfy you as a host mm -hmm. to what they're doing. Um, and it's like that, that photo story on that mom. Dude, I've never had such a subject so comfortable with me so quickly. I came in like first 30 minutes, she was like breastfeeding her one-year-old. And I was like, <laughs> all right. We doing this? <laughs> I'm Dan. <laughs> My name's Dan. Uh, I'm here she to take your photo. Hey. Yeah, and like you know, it's and she was the most comfortable subject I ever had, and I loved that. Yeah. You know, she was that same day. She was like driving me in the car with her kids in the back, and we're going to the park, and 
you know, and just when you have that comfort level of being friends with your subjects, it's so nice. So I definitely push that to be like what I want to do first is, you know, um, getting to meet these people and, and finding out why are you doing what you do and why are you like the way you are basically. <laughs> so, you know, I, that's, that's my first step. Definitely. That's nuts. And you know, obviously with any session you're doing as probably top priority is, you know, comfort. Right. Because, you know, having someone that's stiff or nervous, whatever it shows right. in the photographs, you know, no, it's absolutely. like you're ruining everything. Absolutely. And it looks staged and everything else. And obviously with documentary work, I don't want it to look staged. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of times you can, well, do that again, you know, and then it's not <laughs> as fluid and, yep. you know, it's not as candid. And I don't want viewers to think this is documentary work, but it's actually not candid. Right. So, you know, I, I definitely I want it to be comfortable and I want you to forget I'm there after a while so yeah that's why i try to build that perfect perfect so tell us and i'm very curious about this too no, your, <laughs> some of your creative inspirations so it could be okay. it could be photographers it can be um, anyone it's really been a few um growing through randolph and everything else and me taking this serious one photographer i number one watched after and still do to this day even though he's a commercial photographer is tom barnes yep. he's out of the uk he um he shoots a lot for bands and stuff like that i've never really dabbled in concert photography but um his lighting patterns okay. and his understanding of light he it just really beautiful images really really beautiful images and it's it's taught me how really important light is. Mm -hmm. You know, I learned that a lot in school. Um, another one would be a photojournalist that I learned through Nat Geo, um, Brent Stierton. He is doing a lot of stuff in like South Africa and, oh, and other cultures and stuff like that and trying to raise awareness to um, poaching and stuff like that. But his images are beautiful, but they're not subject wise they cannot be they're showing realistic ways yeah. of things okay. and showing you know um people you know suffrage and things like that but his lighting patterns i mean he's doing overpowered that's my favorite thing shooting wise is overpowered lighting so yeah. when you're outside and you're you know you're bouncing light back into the shadows so that you have an exposed sky and like background with an exposed foreground and yeah. that's my favorite look so yeah, that's that's one of my top ones right now. Awesome, that's awesome. You know, I asked this so I can look them up. Yeah, later. yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So, have were you in any, any shows, any galleries, or anything like that? Any? Um, honestly, like that? no. I mean, you know, we we ran one our very first year for um, Randolph with our our film stuff. That the only thing I've really been like published in, which now I'm like kicking myself for, was before I came to Randolph. We had some meteor shower that happened, and USA Today was like, oh, like, throw in some gallery images, people. And, like, I threw one in, like, from my rooftop oh. that I did and everything. And uh, it made, like, front page on USA Today. Dude, that's and awesome. And had, like, credit and everything. And, dude, I was super psyched about it until I realized that there's a thing called EXIF data. And now they technically own my images. Oh, and I don't, like, no. yeah, yeah. I, uh, and it's still floating out there. And I've got it, like printed out and everything because like i'm still proud that like it got on front yeah, page yeah but like my they, images are not mine you know i threw it into this gallery this pool of people and like my name's not technically in the file so oh yeah dang yeah so i'm guessing so. now you do that every time you absolutely do That's, yeah they've taught us to do that dude everything yeah. i mean even my video work it's got captions names copyright everything you know so anything and everything um is definitely hopefully covered <laughs> i'm glad you're you know not super angry about that because no, i'm not like, i'm oh not i mean it happened i mean you know we're in the digital age you know there's you know social media apps that are stripping your exif and metadata left and right and you know technically own your images it's like right now vero is going up i refuse to put anything on there quite yet i want to see how that's playing out yes because which, you know, knock on wood, this is what I heard through the grapevine, it's that they're stripping EXIF and metadata, and in the rules, they technically own your images. And i obviously not cool with that. Right. Because I'm not giving you stock images to use for anything. Exactly. This is a platform for me to show my work. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, like I said, we're in the age that you really have to watch after that. That's nuts. I did not, I've obviously, that's 
down the road. Yeah, I, I, I've been excited about it. But it, look, know, it looks cool. I it, looks it looks cool. cool, but I'm like, I'm going to give it a couple months. Yes, absolutely. Know? I mean, the whole platform right now is crashing quite a bit um, when you go on to it. And, you know, I went ahead and grabbed an account so nobody else could try to with my name. <laughs> <But> <laughs> oh, that's you, true. Even though nobody's going to. But yeah. um, I haven't uploaded one thing on there because, like I said, I'm, I'm a little bit iffy if it's how it's going to play out. Yeah. I've heard some things on the owner, and uh, I just, yes, you know, like, I just, too. there's there's so many things different, you know. I want to see, I'm excited, because, dude, that's one thing that, like, I keep thinking about, is, like, think about when it was, like, MySpace, and then we had that age, and then we had Facebook, and mm-hmm. then we had Insta, and then we had, like, Snapchat, and, like, all these social media things. It's really cool when they do come into light, yeah. and realizing it's, like, an, another era of social media, because, yeah. I mean, as you know, like, you doing this, that's your platform. Yeah, you know, that's sure. a huge platform for you. And uh, trying to jump onto it quickly and, yeah. and use it, but knowing when to step onto that platform. Right. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to get your personal take on social media. Okay. So, so Instagram, whatever you use, Flickr, all of it. What's your take on it? Or do um, you take it seriously? I take it seriously. I don't take it as seriously as I should. Right. Um, it's like my Facebook right now needs to be updated. It's... There's not one piece of photojournalism on my like actual Facebook page, yeah. which is not good because right. you know <laughs> I don't have business do. cards yet, and I'm like, yeah, check me out online, yada yada, and then people do, and they're like seeing portraits of like yeah. an ex girlfriend two years ago, and I'm like, <laughs> like no, 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 the same you know, guy, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's not what I want my name on or out there for. So, right. um, you know, I've lately adapted to getting a website and previewing my work that way, really showing my stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I've never really pushed it on to Flickr. One thing that I really do recommend and I'm just now figuring out is Reddit. It's a really good platform because there's threads on there oh, that like yeah. you can get people to critique your work and tell you, you know, because as you know, as an artist as well, as you don't want somebody it's like, all right, this is really, really great. We're going to put it on the fridge. It's, you know, A+, plus, like, great photo. You want somebody that's like, this is shit, and you can do better, you know? You want criticism. that after a while. You yeah. need constructive criticism. Yeah. You need somebody to tell you, I like this. I like what you did here, but this is what you need to do to do better. Right. This is, you know, from the outside perspective. Because, like me, you know, I can rip up clarity really, really bad. And people, not everybody likes that, you yeah. know? And I need somebody on the outside to be like, dude, that's not how it looks don't do that you know and i need somebody to tell me things like that so that's a good platform as well but no that's where you know social media is i believe your number one platform for previewing your images and showing your work and stuff like that because i love printed works Mm -hmm. but obviously if i have somebody across the country that really wants to see my stuff and i really want to build some kind of following Mm -hmm. i need to have a presence online. So right. yeah, I do I really do respect it. Now it can be your downfall absolutely as well because Agreed. I mean what you do is a whole nother world online. You know, people you know, employers you have to be careful. People going back and seeing you on Twitter talking about like trash about another job you had or anything yeah. like that will knock you out of the running really quick. Um also me having dumb images from when I was 15 at the zoo, you know, <laughs> like with my name on it, with some dumbass logo that I made on Photoshop is still floating around out there and I'm not proud of that, but you know, like once you're on there and it's on there, it's on there. It's just there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. You know, I think I've, people have been on this podcast and have really good things about social media and really bad things. Yeah. Oh, like I said, there's, there's a, there's a positive and a negative to it as everything, but, um, I do believe into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, this day and age is, is, you know, it's, it's a very important habit. Right. In my my honest opinion, you know, people differ from that. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you on everything on that. Cool. cool. We'll see how Bureau goes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So it's kind of, um, off top, but film or digital. I didn't tell him about this one. I, just, yeah, I was thinking, I about, I was thinking about it and I was like, I gotta get his opinion. Do I want to be that cliche ass hipster kid that's like, yeah, film. Um, <sighs> you really hit me with something. I love that question Dude, so I don't, much. Yeah, because that's the thing about it. I say it and I feel like it's in concrete zone of this is what Daniel thinks is better. Um, I really like film. Yeah, I really, really I think like film. Dude, it's that. Just, I mean, I love digital and it's so easy and so nice and it's growing and yada yada, but 
I, I, you've shot film before. Mm-hmm. You know it's a point A to point B. Like you've shot the image, you've developed the image, you've printed the image. Like, and you're like, holy shit, I made that. It's like you. <laughs> yeah. It's like a drawing, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's really really exciting. As everybody says, you know, you shoot it and you're like, damn, I hope that looks good. Yeah. I hope that looks good. I hope I got it. Exactly. And then you like develop it and you're like looking at your strip or you're like negative <laughs> and you're like. Oh my God! Yes, like you know, you're like so excited, and I love that. I really do. And there's so many cool things with film, you know, different stocks and different, Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously, like I said, different formats. I'm getting into different formats now, and um, I mean, dude, you can take, you know, like Kevin showed us, people can take a photo with an Altoids can, you know, like pinhole cameras and this weird stuff, and it's just like. It's crazy, and it, it, it lets me be a photographer right. even more yeah. than digital can, I think, at some time. I love that, and we told us earlier outside when taking photos um, about how, like, gear doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? Dude, that's that's a huge thing that yeah. I really do want to push is, you know, like I said, I, I got my first camera, and I like I said, I thought I was the shit at that point. You yeah. know, I, I had two kit lenses, and then, you know, I got my first full-time job, and I was like, all right, I need this tripod, and I need um, I need a UV filter and a polarizing, you know, a polarizing filter and a starlight filter, and I need this, and oh, let me just buy this cheap thirty-five by Yongnu, and like all this stuff, you know. And I <laughs> yes. bought, and dude, you don't, you know. I, I walked in here right now with my fifty, and I have other equipment, but realizing it's it's not about the gear so much. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really not. You know, like I was telling you about the mirrorless, I kind of wish I would have hang like held onto that camera mm-hmm. because now I'm carrying my whole entire pack everywhere I go. And right. I'm like, you don't need to be doing that. If you want to zoom, walk forward, walk backwards, like zoom yep. with your damn feet. Like, you know, they told us that in school. <laughs> like, you know, like I just, I'm realizing that, you know, it's not about the gear and I, you know, there's people, you know, I have friends that talk to me about photography and they're like, what do I need to get? I don't have, you know, a thousand dollars, $2,000 to get. I'm like, okay, get a rebel, get a little Canon yeah. rebel and throw a 50 on there. And in 500 bucks, you will have a decent setup and Great just camera. go out and shoot with that for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it isn't, it's not about the gear so right. much. I mean, there's times, I mean, things out there that make things tremendously easier as you know, but like, there's a lot you can do on a budget. <laughs> I, I agree. You know, people go out and get these fancy thousand dollar cameras, blah, blah blah, and you get it, and they just have no clue. Dude, uh, I can't tell doing, you how many. You know? I can't tell you how many people. I'm kicking your shit all over the place. Um, I can't tell you how many people. You know, I I know one guy that you know had this really nice Nikon full frame. Parents bought it for him. Of course, yeah, man. And you know, had an eighty-five, and he was like, "I don't know how to work this camera." And he traded it for that and cash for a Nikon D seventy-one hundred. And I'm oh. like, "Dude, you're backing up. What are you doing? Figure out the damn camera. <laughs> yeah. like, figure that out." I mean, you know, as anything else, I mean, a lot of things. Just go out and shoot with it. Yeah, Figure it out. Don't it. be, you know, I mean, yeah, instruction manuals are great. Don't get me wrong, but you need to be going out and playing with it. That's all it because is. then later on when you figure out that 7100, that 810 was pretty damn nice and you mm-hmm. should have hung on to it. Yes. And so, you know, there are, there's, you know, and it's with everything. You know, I played music for a while and realized that there's people out there with the really nice equipment and not know how to use it. So, yeah. and it's sad. <laughs> it sucks. Jacob, it sucks. Jacob's. I have a 6D right now that's like an old camera. And, you know, I know people in an apartment that are in there with old cameras and still can outshoot people better than the new Canon 5D Mark IV. Yep. I, you know, people out there with $10,000 in equipment, and I'm, like, walking around with my budget 50 and, you know, and, like... Exactly. It's it's a nice feeling, too, at the same time. But yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, it's cool having good gear. Yeah, it's good. Like, it's nice having good gear. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but, you know, it's it's not about that so much. Not at all. Just go out and get something and just start doing it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Well, hell yeah. So we down to my favorite... Actually, no. One more question. Yeah. So... Then, 20 years from now. Okay. What would you want to see yourself doing see and i knew this was coming yeah <laughs> and i'm still not ready <laughs> it's fine though it's fine the unknown I, um, is you know sometimes obviously you don't know. still doing i mean obviously still doing this work but um what work do i want to do i don't know and it's okay. it's weird to say that coming out of school um but i don't feel the pressure because either way i'm doing what i love yeah um and i know i'll be doing what i love either way but 
you know, like my granddad, you know, doing combat photography, mm-hmm. I really like the run and gun situation. Yeah. I really like the, you know, showing the nitty gritty of life a little bit. And so, you know, 20 years from now, who knows what I'll be shooting? I really, yeah. really don't know. Who knows if I'll be in a third world country? Who knows if I'll be cross state, cross country? You know, what I'll be shooting? Um, but I know I'll be doing what I love. Yeah. I know that. Of course. That's awesome. I hope you're wherever you want to be. I want that for everyone. I want that to happen so bad. No, obviously. Man. I know. And I, I, I want that for you too. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about this. This has been really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one more before I end it. Um, I actually have two more. So what would you, what <laughs> would you, one more, like, two more. <laughs> I know. I keep thinking of, thinking of questions. No, dude, it's cool. I love this. Um, so what would you tell 15 year old Dan who got the, got that cannon? Like, any um, advice for him? Throw that 18 into the water. Um, <laughs> no, I buy the 50 as soon as possible and get on manual. Hell yeah. Because, you know, I shot program for the longest time mm-hmm. and, you know, like walking into the department, Kevin always had that joke of, you know, peace for pro, you know, you know, get off of that and, and learning, you know, the exposure triangle, learn your ISO, your shutter speed, your aperture, how important all that stuff is because you can really make nice images once you really, you get into the nitty gritty of finding out what manual is and, and figuring out how to build your exposure. And, you know, it's, I really wish I knew about a 50 in a manual, like manual mode Yeah. right off. Cause I had people telling me like, get off auto, get mm-hmm. off auto. Don't you dare use direct flash. You know, don't do this. Yeah. It's like, whatever you know like whatever <laughs> and uh, that's that's like the biggest thing i wish i knew and i wish i would have pursued photography seriously before a lot quicker yep. you know i i looked at it as you know it's like oh i want to do dancing and well you're not going to make it unless you're really good you go to new york or you know like i wanted gotcha, you know yeah. i thought it was like this prodigy i had to be godly good and it was an unrealistic view to do and now i'm realizing it's like I mean, even not now that I'm realizing it, it's, I've realized that it's absolutely something that I can do for a living. And if it means a lot to me, I can, like I said, do that for my career. Yeah. And I really wish I would have got into that quicker because there's, you know, that's two more years at another community college I could have now into my brain of, of knowledge and education and experience with photography a little bit more serious. Yeah. Well, it's good that good. you're still 20. You're still 22. Yeah, you're still 22. young. I'm going to be 23. Yeah, oh, pretty soon. Dude. It's weird. It's, weird. it's yeah, really, no, really weird. Don't, don't tell me about that. I hate getting older. <laughs> getting older is so sad. But, yeah, like, um, after, after, like, 21, like, what am I, you know? Don't say that. You know? You're, you're, getting, you're getting to offend a lot of listeners right now. Who are, like, what do, what do you all, mean, 21? You're making us all sad. But cool, so what would you tell... Let's see. So potential creatives, people who may be interested in jumping into photography or any any creative um, industry, what would you tell them? Uh, what advice would you give them of getting started? Anybody in any creative field, or just more of like like you said, like just photography? Or I, w- I want to make it. I'm I'm more general with it. Like what advice would you give broad. to a general okay. audience of um, people who are interested in getting into cre- creative stuff? I mean, stuff? I, you know, I guess I think of myself as a creative person. Like I like drawing and I like playing music and I like obviously photography and and stuff like that is to not dabble into working or making work for other people as much as yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously the technical sides of all of this really means a lot and will further you a lot, but do not, you know, it's like with photography, I'm learning not to shoot for other people and to shoot for myself Mm -hmm. more and to be carrying my camera. And if I see something nice, take my, you know, it, it, you know, Jay, that was one thing that he said to us is he's like, you know, if you got some extra time, you know, I commute 45 minutes to Asheboro every single day. He said, go down a different way, go a different road home, you know, and you might see something that just really pulls you and, and go out and photograph it. And it's the same thing with any art, you know, um, find, find what you really like, but don't let that restrict you to this box. You know, don't be doing it just for somebody else and don't be doing it for, you know, even society as a whole, be doing it for you. And if you really like, that's really your passion. People will follow it. I yeah. really, really think that. I think if you, if you're, if you're doing what you really, really love, people see that. Um, and if you're really engulfed into it, people do. Like I said, they see that from the outside in, and that's when you really get people who really care about your work. Yeah, 
Dude, I love that. <laughs> I feel like I'm tearing up a little bit. I want all you guys interested in it, please take that advice. Because yeah. it's so true. And Dan's beautiful. I love this interview. It was really good. <laughs> I want to see your grandfather's photos. Is yeah, there, absolutely. Is there any way absolutely. for that to yeah, happen? I'll bring some Kodachrome to you sometime. I'm always in Greensboro. Yes. I've got all of them. Like I said, I mean, like seeing the shit that he ate. Yeah. Like, you know, like he photographed <laughs> that. I guess he wanted to be like, you see what the hell I went through? Like, <laughs> but yeah, like that. I mean, one of my absolute favorite photos is I was named after my granddad. So we have the same exact full name, Daniel William Busey. Okay. And so when he was in the Air Force, across his plane is my name, or, you know, his name. name. And it <laughs> shot up. Like the plane shot oh, up. Shit. And one of his friends, he was like, here's my Yashica. Take a photo of me for back home. And it's him waving. And it's like two, It's like his plane and the guy photographing it on the side. And it's just like a side shot of like three bullet holes in his like plane with my like the name across yeah. it and I'm just like dude that's badass like that you know like that that's cool. cool and I love that and so yeah I'll absolutely bring some images Please. for you to see cuz I mean you know and then even after he came home you know he he went all across the world you know he's got stuff in Sydney Australia and stuff like that and the coolest thing is he shot it all with one camera and I have that camera now so it's just like oh, you know that was the Yashika dude, I found yes. and so it's it's been crazy the coolest thing I did find that my aunt gave me the other day is he has four undeveloped rolls of 35 that have not been processed. Oh, you gotta and do dude, it. It's half of me is like, you do it. Another half of me is like, you know, cause like, I think it'd be really cool to be like, okay, I've seen these and nobody else has seen them. And it's just like, you know, been a mystery all this time. Yeah. And another half of me is like, you're going to fuck them up. You need to like send them to somebody <laughs> else. But no, I, uh, that's, that's, I'm waiting for the right time emotionally okay. to get ready and see that. Cause that's going to be, that's going to be really, really crazy. But yeah, I'll bring you some images. I would yeah, love I want to actually publish them online and stuff like yes, that because please. like once I can figure out a good way to scan them, um, there's, there's so much, I mean, dude, like I said, it's a trunk full of stuff. Yeah, I know. So yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Dude, I'm so stoked to see that. And if you can get it online, I'm sure all your um, fans will see it too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, dude, thank you. Yeah, thank this you. Was yeah, such this is absolutely awesome fun. knowledge, awesome medicine. <laughs> really great for the people. Um, so tell us where we can find you on the internet. Okay. So I have my website. It's danbusey.com. Um, I hope y'all can spell Dan. And then last name's B U S E Y. Like I said, dot com. Um, Instagram, same handle, but without the dot com. It's just Dan Busey. Um, all together, and might find me on Vero. Yes, in a few months we'll see if it, we'll if see it, if we'll it see lasts. what happens. <laughs> I don't like that whole following issue, dude. Have you seen what that is? I it's like seen it. okay, so it's not like that's another problem I don't like about Vero is. See, I'm talking all the smack about it, and then like in a month I'm gonna be on there and I'm gonna, gonna be, be pushing all over for it. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can call me out on my shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do on. the action. Like, hey, <laughs> remember that part <laughs> of the interview where you shit talk this, and now you're using it all the time. But anyway, they've got it where it's like you have close friends, friends, and then acquaintances. But when I publish something, it doesn't go into the public eye unless we are one of un, like you're under one of those three categories for me. Okay. And dude, I don't like that because like on Instagram, I can like Lexington Fire hashtag Lexington hashtag North right. Carolina, and then like I had like firefighters' wives like, oh my god, this is my husband. You know, like people can <laughs> oh, find it because it's in a public post. Yeah. You know, and then like on Vero, it's not like if I have like two friends, two friends are seeing it, and I'm like. Odds are you've probably seen that somewhere else. So like, no, yeah. it's not really getting out there. I don't feel. Plus, like, how are you gonna feel if I add you tomorrow and you're only an acquaintance? That's messed up, right? You're gonna figure out like, damn social media, right? Like, <laughs> how I really feel. <laughs> Tell damn, me how you really hurt people's feelings. <laughs> well, dude. Well, hopefully it gets fits, and we'll see how Vero goes. Yeah, we'll but see how it goes. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it's been that. great. Follow Dan. Or Daniel, or whatever you want to call. Him. <laughs> like um, I said, lost half my name. So yeah, going to are. school. But um, yeah, this is great, and you've been great, and Jacob's been so. great. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Free Pizza Podcast. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes and stuff so we can feed ourselves. <laughs> Jacob's like chewing his nails over here. I shall Jacob's see. hungry. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Anyways, bye, listeners. Thank you for tuning in.